Hello everyone and welcome to the Brothers Take podcast. Normally this is hosted by Chris, but he is away for his birthday. Hey! So happy birthday to Chris. Uh, I'll be taking this episode. I'm Adam and I'm joined by my brother Eric. Hello. And I haven't been keeping up really with the, the Summer Games Fest things. I've missed the main one, which is the, the, the one hosted by the Game Awards. Used okay. an episode on that. So we I was, did, yeah. I was away yeah. for that. And I haven't seen the Xbox Bethesda one. Surprisingly, actually, I haven't even come across anything to do with it. Really? I, I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, well, I've seen, like, there's some discussion of Starfield. So I'm kind of right. getting the sense that uh, perhaps that's it. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, that, the... I think that, yeah, that was for that one. That was, like, the big Bethesda announcement. Yeah. That, that was the, 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 yeah, dropping the mic. Here's a bit of Starfield. No Man's Skyrim. Yeah, I'll get a, I'll get around to them eventually. But uh, this last week we had the Capcom showcase mm-hmm. and the Final Fantasy VII twenty fifth anniversary, which I'm I was way more excited to jump into anyway. Uh, so I'm glad I got a chance to see them. And uh, Chris, <laughs> unfortunately, is missing his his favorite game discussion, which yeah. is. Yeah, unfortunately, he for did him. do a reaction video, so do check that out if you want to see Chris's reaction. Yes, oh, he did. He did do a reaction video because yeah, you can't be here to actually talk about his favorite game of all time. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. But anyway, uh, so we'll get on with uh, the discussing discussing those two. Do you? How did you find the the format of those two? Like in terms of the length of them compared to because I found them like quite easy to digest. Like I just kind of yes well well i mean the 24th anniversary one was obviously very like 10 minutes or something so that was obviously going to be easy to digest and yeah the capcom one was quite you know just boop 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 the segments like the segmented it quite nicely yeah because i just i think that's why i haven't gotten into the game awards Mm. summer game fest thingy just yet because it's just like i know from the past the length of those videos uh like it's like what two hours they're I wouldn't I don't know if they're two hours, but they are lengthy. They're long. They quite so long, long. It's more just like, oh, do I have the time? So maybe I'll watch it in chunks. But uh anyway, if you like the discussion, uh if you like what we're talking about here, please um click the like, uh subscribe and the notification bell so that you get uh notified of all future content. That's if you're listening to us on on YouTube, of course. And uh if you're listening on audio podcasts Make sure to join, um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Uh, so let's just get on with this discussion. Okay, so the first one we saw was Capcom. Yes, Capcom was first in the week. It was Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, the stream was certainly better um, quality-wise than the Final Fantasy one. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. But, but when you were watching it, like, because I think I, I, don't, I didn't watch it live. I didn't watch it as it was happening. I kind of just, you know, caught up with it. I think I think Chris actually posted something. He's like, "Wow, that was that was great." So I'm like, "All right, I'll, I'll give it a watch." And then I'm watching it going, "Where's this wow?" What are you talking about? Man? All those fighting games being mm. released? That's the wowness. I was thinking. Did any though, of those stand out to you? Like anything at the beginning? Um, no. But I was a bit like anyone who's a fan of this. This is pretty good because it's like it's just one of those moments where it's the gift that keeps on giving. So if you're a big fan of Monster Hunter, it was like, there's loads of Monster Hunter stuff. And then here's like the plans yeah. for it. So if you're a big fan, that was awesome. If you love fighting games, it's like, here's a fighting game. And then here's 12,000 more. And you're like, holy shit. So yeah, for me, that wasn't wow. But I suppose for people who are into those games. Well, Monster Hunter is huge, been... huge, isn't it? Like, It's got a huge following. Yeah, it's, it's, huge it's following, kind of a big deal. Has, has it ever interested you? Uh, the Monster Hunter World I tried out and 
for a very short while and then went, nah, I, I can't yeah. really get into this. Yeah. It's, I think it's again one of those things where it's like, it's just too big. It's too big. It's too much. There's too much in it. Um, and then there was a lot of that stopping, starting with the dialogue boxes of loads of big, long tutorial. I'm like, no, stop it. Just press, just tell me, press square. It's attack. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I think what, what, uh, I think it started off on console, didn't it? And then it went to it became like a handheld thing, kind of series f- mm. where it was mostly on the Nintendo 3DS. There was lots of different versions of that. So I think Monster Hunter World is kind of like the first major return to console, or maybe it was never on console. Maybe it was just handheld. I can't really remember. But no, I think I... the handheldness of it is what like I was just never really interested in, and then it became its own thing. It's like. You know when the game starts off with certain intentions and then due to what the public demands and what becomes mm. popular in it, that it kind of shapes the series. We see that with Assassin's yeah. Creed and stuff like that. Yeah. It really, really changes the format of the game. And uh, yeah, I'm just not really into where that went. Um, and even the, with the presentation of it, this is certainly not like trying to capture new audience. This is like, oh, you oh, like Monster Hunter? F- Here's more monsters. Um, so... I'm yeah, sure. no, that was it's for the fans, which are in the millions. So, yeah. like, it does. Look, it did just look like something that was for them. That's one thing I think I liked about Capcom's one. It, like, they weren't trying to rope in the presentation. Didn't feel like they were trying to rope in more people. They were trying to just please the fans of those particular genres. Yeah, and then I think that was it the Street Fighter was after that one. Street Fighter was after Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, I just, I just wasn't really interested in me. Um, if I suppose if you're into Street Fighter, you well, that yeah, that was another one where if you're into fighting games, like here's Street Fighter Six. Well, I am into fighting then, games, but that's just something about Street Fighter. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, not, well, I, yeah, not like it used to be. Yeah, well, I wasn't really into. It. But then when they announced, it's like here's Street Fighter Two. Here's mm. it's other like loads of catalog of games that will come to console. I was a bit like, okay, was so that a love fighting games? Was that a subscription thing? I was a little confused about like what way they're showcasing that. It was like Street Fighter Arcade or something, or Capcom Arcade. Or Cap- like- uh, I don't know if that was subscription. I didn't catch that part if they did say it. Mm. Um, but it just looked yeah. like it just looked like something that like if you were a huge fan of fight games, it's like oh my god, it's just like Game Pass, but with arcade games. <laughs> to be honest, I was kind of half on my phone um during sure like not. the first i don't know 15 minutes of that whole thing so well, i was on my phone for the whole thing because i was watching it on my phone <laughs> okay all right now i like to put it up on the tv you know um especially when you get to something like resident evil which was the the kind of the final part the of final it. the only bit that yes. like i really care about yes um we obviously got resident evil news earlier which uh was it the, the state of play was where it was announced, wasn't it? The... State of Play, Resident Evil 4, yeah. Because I remember yeah. Chris going, watch the first like 10 minutes. Because we were both yeah, like, yeah, ah, yeah. we won't watch State of Play. And he's like, no, no, just watch the first couple of minutes. And it's like, oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And was anything shown during the Summer Game Fest show for Resident, for Resident Evil? No. No, no, no. So what I, I, I liked how, obviously, they're, they're re-showing Resi 4 here. Hmm. But it wasn't like... You know, it was the same clip from State of Play, but then they gave us more. They they kind of showed they us, gave a, us little, a little bit more, a little yeah. bit more. So it didn't feel like, oh, well, I've seen this. Mm. Um, oh, I just that looks incredible. It's gonna be incredible. I fucking hope so. Resident Evil Four. It's Resident Evil Four with remade. Yeah, I kind of I'm from this one. I'm a little bit more into the voice actor change decision. Okay. I think it worked a little bit better this time around than it did in the State of Play one. I think there was more dialogue. There was more dialogue, and he sounded like he was a little older. Yeah. A little bit. But then still having that sort of like, it's only been a few years, so his voice hasn't... But I think as well, it's the creators talking about it. They're Mm. kind of giving you what, what they're hoping to get out of Leon this time around. So yeah. it's um to some degree a little bit of a re reimagining um mm-hmm. just a slightly just to kind of modernize it a little bit uh but yeah the the whole 
him walking up to the first house, it looks different, but the same. Yes. Yeah, that's it's true. like that. That's that's exactly what it looks like, but it doesn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of sad to see. Well, it's it's weird. Like it's it's missing the what would you call it? It's not a piss filter, but Resident Evil Four had this like really murky yellowy brown look to it. Right. This has almost that Resident Evil Eight dark grays yeah, to it. It's a bluish yeah. kind of. It's colder. It's definitely colder. Yes. So I'm not sure. Like I was like, it's weird. This obviously color wise looks so different. Hmm. Yet yeah, it, it feels the same. <laughs> it's, it's I don't know whether it's just because of the the design. Like they captured the tone and feel more so than hmm. the color temperature. But it feels darker in the sense that he's arrived later. Yes, it does look like it is like. Either it's really like winter dark clouds, mm-hmm. like it's about to piss rain or something on him, or yeah, the sun is starting to set as he's as he's walking up to the house. Like, yeah, kind of uh, had the color tone of you know Resi Eight when you're walking to, up towards the the dollhouse section. Mm. You know, walking through Actually, that forest, yeah. it yeah, has yeah. that kind of vibe to it. Uh, so yeah, I'll be interested to see whether or not, like, I mean, the castle shots seem to have that kind of more amber tone to it yeah bit. that that actually look remind me that shot it's like down a corridor and you're seeing the the cultists walk out that kind of reminded me of something like straight out of dark souls or something like that and it's this yeah line. yeah yes yeah especially with the, the whole castle thing yeah do you think it'll be i think it'll be scarier i think it'll be scarier um just the way Before, they're talking yeah. about ganados mm. the, the, and were... the, the redesign of the ganados don't look so normal it's, yeah it's not just a dude <laughs> yeah it's not not just like you know your 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 patty or something down in the pub coming at you with a pitchfork yeah yeah and the, the fact that they said uh wait wait till you see them yeah, they're they're, they're kind of hiding them a little bit like they show them a little mm. bit but they're they're Ooh. obviously got something up their sleeve the i wonder if they're they're going to do what they wanted to do at resi 5 and they're how they're going to do it the with hordes thing the horde thing and the tackling you and pinning you down and I'd imagine so because we got be... a little bit with that in from the lichens in eight, yeah. So they have a an element of that already. That yeah, I, d- I definitely think this is going to be scarier, but I I take a bit still a bit more approachable than than like two. <laughs> what are you talking about? Man? Two is fine. It's crowned, man. It's I will actually play two now though. Definitely. Yeah, because you never have to have a reason because there will definitely be a, a greater connection between the two. Not because of that. Not because of that. Because we get the PS5 free upgrade. That is true. You do get the PS5 free upgrade. And of course, it's a Series X and S as well. So, which was it? Resident Evil 2, 3, and, and 7. And uh, they yeah. announced that the, they're getting next-gen upgrades. And uh, I've already... Well, actually, I went to try and upgrade them, and I didn't have enough storage, so I went out and bought more storage for the PS5, Where did you get which that? is ridiculous. I'm going, I'm right. going to need more storage. Yeah, prepare yourself, though. Yeah, no, because it, it, it's annoying, because you're like, oh, what will I delete? And it's like, well, I don't yes. really want to delete that one, because I'm kind of... I, I enjoy I, I, it. I, I, and... Yeah, I just had to delete Demon Souls off my, off my Cause it's PS5, like, and it was nine. Realistically, you, you might fit maybe five major games... Yeah. And then like a couple of apps or something like that. And it's just is is it's an absolute pain um having to delete and install and delete and install. Um but the storage it's easy to actually upgrade. Mm-hmm. Very expensive. Okay. Um it's cheaper than the Xbox version, but not okay. by much. It's like cheaper by fifty quid or so, fifty or sixty quid. Okay. So you're still spending nearly 200 euro just to get a terabyte yeah okay well it's a necessary sacrifice to my wallet (laughs) yeah but it is it is nice to see the full and it's not like the the nice thing about it is you know with um the ps5 it's it's was it 800 800 gigabytes or something like that but you only actually get about six 630 usable storage with the PS5? PS5, yeah. Something like that. I thought it was... Yeah. It's not 500? 
No, 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 no. It's 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 definitely over five. It's it's eight two. I think it's like eight hundred and twenty three gigabytes or some weird number like that. That's but weird. but you only actually get about six hundred. Because of all the other software shit that would have well, been. Well, it's the operating system takes up yeah takes up space, right? So that's only that's the similar to uh, on the Xbox is like you get a terabyte, but actually there's only about eight hundred usable, which still right. That's, that's a nice you know an extra two hundred gigs over over the yeah. PlayStation. But if you get the expansion right, so more storage, you plug it straight in, uh, and it reformats it, you still get the full terabyte. You know, it's yeah. not like oh, you're so not, it's, you're not it'd, be, it'd be like that um that kind of PS one extra hard drive thing does it just plug into the back well there was never a hard drive you plugged into the ps1 but no it's not P- did I say ps1 i meant ps4 yes yeah. yeah so it's it's just you're not having to take apart the ps5 oh no just... you do you have to you're not taking it apart as such it, it is an internal thing you, you don't plug it into the back it's uh okay. you take the faceplate off and there's a little there's a little plate that you just unscrew and there's a slot that you just slot it into it is really really easy uh, it's designed to do that. It's 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 a user friendly thing, um, okay. but you do add an extra an extra terabyte on top of what you have, so that's nice. So it becomes like one thousand six hundred twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's very nice. Because yeah, it is nice. It's expensive, but it's, yeah, yeah. It's... Well, with with this with the the games that have been announced with Summer Game Fest and now with yeah, hundred percent. P- yeah. Resi two upgrade, Resi seven, Resi three, Resi four at some point coming out. Yeah, we're gonna need it. We're yeah, gonna need that shit. Because <laughs> I was, I was wanting to try out Resident Evil Seven, the PS Five upgrade, and it's like, ah, oh, I can't, I don't really have the storage for it. Uh, so I, that, I, I, I just went out and said, fuck it, I'll, I'll get the storage. I don't really see expandable storage on the PS, PS Five or Xbox. I don't see them going down in price anytime soon. In fact, I Mm. think the only time they'll become actually affordable is at the end of the console generation. And it's too late at that point. So I think just if, if you have the money and you are thinking about it now, you might as well, you you might as well. But, Mm. uh, so I, I managed to install Resident Evil seven last night, as well as, uh, Resident Evil two PS five version. So, um, I'm uh, I'm definitely going to give that a go. Now and, and in actually installing the PS5 upgrade was a fucking pain in the neck <laughs> because I yeah, had they're weird, aren't they? I they're had seven on my machine, right? Because yeah. if you have a an external hard drive plugged into your PS5, you can yeah. install PS4 games to that, so save space yes. on your yeah. So yeah. I already had seven installed. And I'm like, okay, so how do I upgrade this to the PS5 version? I'm like looking for ages and I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find it in the store. I couldn't find it in the menu. Um, I'm looking up articles on how to do it and I'm following those tutorials. And uh, eventually I come across an article that says, if you got seven through the PS Plus collection, it's not eligible. Oh, that's rotten. Isn't that shit? That's really rotten. And what's really shit about it is not... Not so much. I think they should have made that explicitly clear. Clear, like that should be yeah. on the store saying only available if you purchase it. But it's it, that's really uh, silly to me because it's like you, technically you have purchased it because you're subscribing every month. Yeah. Um. So that was that that was really really frustrating. And what's even more frustrating is that I actually have seven. It's on my shelf. I have the disc. <laughs> The only reason I have the the digital version installed instead of the disc version is one for convenience and two because that disc drive is so noisy. I find hey, it, quiet, I find it's like quiets down. Ex- yeah, sometimes, but I I do find it like almost louder than like the PS4 ever was when it's like gone full fucking revving. Yeah. So so I tend to I found I've always been more of a disc player guy, but. I found this generation I've been going mostly digital just due to the silence of it because that this drive is just ridiculously noisy. So anyway, I had to de- delete I had to delete the digital one to install the disc one to get the PS5. Oh, it's it's a that fucking was, mess. On the was, on the I, Xbox you don't have to worry about it. It's smart delivery sent straight to your machine. So it's you're fine on that end of it. But god the 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 PS5 method of upgrading is 
it's, horrible. It's an, it's a terrible user experience. I almost say. Uh, I actually find it's also really annoying that if, like, let's say, Ghost of Tsushima, the PS5 upgrade. Yeah. Just to put it on the PS4, so it downloads the PS4 version. Does it automatically the... download the PS4 version every time you put it into disc, or do you have to tell it to? Um, well, I don't know if I ever deleted the PS4 version. Yeah, because I didn't after. either. I I have to two versions on my machine, but when yeah, I was and, and it's the same with seven, right? So I install I I put seven in, and I installed it, and then I upgraded it, right? And then right. I end up with two versions on my machine. And I think it was just like, I did that because it's like, either a habit or, I assumed that was the method of doing it. But when I put in Resi two, just down below, right? You have copy the game to mm. your to your hard drive, uh, and just over to the right it says upgrade to PS five. Yeah. So I just click that one. So it only downloads the PS5 version and it doesn't install the PS4 version. So I was like, oh, is that actually the method you're supposed to do? So you don't, don't end up with the... So I didn't end up with the two versions of Resi 2. So I think it's... That's... Again, it's not well kind of communicated what's the method of doing it. Yeah, because with Ghost of Shima, Final Fantasy VII Remake, yeah. Horizon Forbidden West, with all of them, it was that it automatically downloaded the PS4 version. Yeah. And then once I had it, I I chose the PS5 version back. Yeah, yeah, I, I that was the way I was doing it as well. But I don't think it's necessary. I think you can actually just go straight to the PS5 version. Um, I'll see if if uh, after putting in Resi Two and actually playing, I didn't get a chance to play. I just installed it. Mm. Does it prompt you to install the other version? But I I think you can just skip that and and just install the PS5 version. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just it's horribly horribly communicated. But um, yeah, so there's those are the next gen free upgrades, which I'm always happy to see. I, I love that shit. Yeah. It's, it's you know instead of I don't understand why companies can do that and Sony charges you a tenner every time. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like I've already bought your machine, bro. <laughs> like, wait, do they? Well, yeah, but these are free upgrades, though. Yeah, these are free upgrades. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like if you have the game. Yeah, you you uh you can get you them for free. free, but like yeah. I have Uncharted Four, but I have to pay a tenner just to get the upgrade. That's really weird. It is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, those, those are those. those are the free upgrades. The um, free upgrades. Then for there's been a f- couple announcements then with Resident Evil Eight. There has which I would like weirdly the one that excited me the most. <laughs> so out of the three announcements, we have. New DLC, which is what was it called? Something, right. to, something to Rose. Uh, Shadow Shadow of Rose, where you play as the daughter all grown up who enters the mind of a Mega Mycete and goes down her path of the evil within. Doesn't that <laughs> look more Silent Hill like than Resident Evil? Yeah, but like, there's like, like a psychological horror to it. Yes, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, no, I think it'll be cool to see because if yeah. she. Like, does she not have her abilities because she's in the Mega Mind Seed? Or would she have some, like, kind of cool little tricks that she can play to sort of distract the enemies or something or get herself out of there? Interestingly, like, so the Resident Evil 7 had DLC, the banned footage stuff, as well as mm. End of Zoe and stuff like that. Yeah. I was, ne- I never actually played them. Um, I was oh, never fun. necessarily interested to, to dive into them. I thought that it was nice you get more gameplay but Mm. i just felt seven was story-wise was complete and i i just i didn't really feel the need to have to play those this though i'm like this this feels like a continuation of the story yes so i'm definitely interested in in checking out this dlc Uh, and i'm not sure is this do you get the other two upgrades with this one or i think so i thought those yeah i thought the other two were like like kind of free upgrades you can't download them or like an update or something like that or yeah so then there's the mercenaries the three extra characters mercenaries yeah. plays chris redfield uh heisenberg and lady d which looked like like chris was like oh that just looks like mercenaries it's fine like you mm-hmm. know and then heisenberg was like okay 
weird choice interesting lady d looks like a crack just based on the I fact can, you're nine foot tall <laughs> yeah i can see uh lots of like videos coming out and streamers having uh, having good fun playing as that like that you just want to that's almost jokish isn't it it's not like mm. like I, I would play mercenaries just to try that i haven't played mercenaries at all and i'm not really interested in mercenaries but uh, i'll hop in just to play as uh, lady dimitrescu I, I think that looks hilarious <laughs> yeah that looks great and i think it's interesting that from just the short little clips we got of mercenaries each one of the characters has almost like a different play style so mm-hmm. Chris is very just standard mercenary. You shoot and you punch your enemies. Heisenberg looks like he can summon his Frankenstein monsters. Yeah, to help him. Yeah, like his yeah creations. Weird. Yeah, and then Lady D is slicing people, picking them up, slapping off the ground. It's just <laughs> like you get to be the Resi boss. It's like that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this, it looks uh, that looks like good fun. But the the announcement that really, I I I, I just jumped off my seat. Like I was. Yeah, like, I was. Excited. It was good. Yeah. Was the third person mode coming to Resident Evil Eight? Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. it was... I don't know why that—that's necessarily exciting. Like you, you kind of get to see Ethan's face, then, don't you? Yeah, you'll finally get to yeah, see Ethan's face. See Ethan's we face. All get... unless they'll do a thing where the camera only goes so far. Yeah, you yeah. can't fully rotate it. You only have to see it's like a side profile. Yeah, side profile. That's it. But yeah, experiencing that whole game again in third person, like that's. That's so exciting to me. Yeah, that'd be definitely. I was very excited about that. Origin, like the traditional style Resident Evil gameplay. Mm. Uh, I think it'll suit the more action-heavy parts of it, mm. and you get more time to explore. I guess you like you'll see more of your environment as you're exploring around. But uh, yeah, it's it's hard to know whether that's a free upgrade or if it's only okay. part of the DLC, but. Well, either way, if you're, you're, I would say that if you're getting the DLC, it will come with the DLC. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, which so, was your favorite announcement out of the all the out Resident of the Evil whole stuff? Capcom thing? Um, not well. It would be the stuff for Resident Evil Eight because, I mean, the upgrades are upgrades. They're, they're like companies are doing those upgrades with a lot of the games on PS4. Resi Four was just more of what we saw, but then when you got the Resident Evil Eight and you had the playing as rose which was a cool idea going into some weird demented silent hill matrix looking thing uh lady playing as lady d we could crack and then yeah i like i was just like oh we'll yeah. get to see ethan's face Same. <gasps> that's oddly amazing en- oddly enough the third person mode um was the most exciting thing to me with the, yeah the, the, which sounds makes it sound like all the other announcements weren't great uh, it's not that it's just i don't know that's just it's it's the perfect it game just, for it too yeah it catches you off guard because you are a bit like the game's really good, so you don't really need it. Yeah. But the announcement is just like, ooh, it's just like adding that extra seasoning to, to the meal, like, you yeah. know? So it gives that extra kick. Well, it's like, it's a bit like, remember when they announced uh, the first person mode in Grand Theft Auto? Mm. Where that was yeah. like, a, oh, cool, right? This mm. is better, though. This is like, you're you're taking it from a first person to a third. I always prefer third person games anyway. So yeah. this, this is just really enhancing the game for me. And it's going to be, more, yeah, seeing yourself getting surrounded by lichens and stuff like that, I think it's just going to be a lot more fun. Because you, you do tend to lose perspective a little bit on, especially when there's hordes. When you're in a first-person game, it always just looks like a wall in front of you. And then if you turn around, there's another wall. You don't get that right. sense of being surrounded necessarily. But in a third-person right, yeah. setting, you do. You like you can see them all around your character and you're like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm fucked. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to that. So that was the Capcom showcase. Pretty boring, uh, let's say first fifteen minutes, but then it just ends on an absolute high, and I can't can't wait to get those um, all those Resident Evil announcements were were fantastic. And then later on in the week we got the Final Fantasy VII twenty fifth anniversary, yes. which um, I was actually almost expecting to be. A little bit longer, not not with announcements. I think announcements wise, I think it, you know, we got a, good a, good a, length, a, a good length for good them, length yeah. Of them. But I don't know. I, I was kind of expecting maybe uh, more of a celebration with like an orchestra or something. That would be that would have been nice, yeah. Rather than um, yeah, the, all these showcases are starting to look the same, really, aren't they? The oh yeah, the kind of well yeah. PowerPoint presentation kind of look to it. 
Yeah, yeah. They're kind of losing that flair of it. Now, my stream um, kept cutting out. Uh, the It got to a point where I was even checking the live chat on YouTube just to see, like, is anyone else experiences? And they were. The, 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 the video would cut out, but the dialogue would still keep going. Yes. So I, I definitely missed out on a few things, and I'm going to have to rewatch. Or if they release the videos um, separately, I'm going to have to to rewatch them but the the announcements were fucking fantastic <laughs> yeah so my mine wasn't that bad it would the video might stop let's say and the dialogue would keep going and then it would catch up again sort of but it would only be like for two or three seconds that the video would stop so mine wasn't really bad so i still got the basic gist of everything that they were shown which was pretty good like if you're a big fan of those kind of Fortnite mmo battle royale games i mean they got a season three of first soldier oh, first soldier like, have you played that no any good um i'm not really into those games yeah i think it's fun okay if you were into those games uh it's a little confusing as to why that this is not the format of game that i think suits final fantasy that's fair that's so fair, I, yeah. I just think it's a weird um weird yeah, thing to do it's a, it's a weird uh, it, it's it's clear they just wanted a Fortnite, mm. and they just put a final fantasy skin on it it does do a few like it does tie in magic and summons and things like that so it does bring yeah. in other game elements that wouldn't be in something like Fortnite. but yeah it's it's odd i i played it a few times um it's it, it's impressive how it runs like so it, it runs quite well on the phone um but it's just not enough for me to keep it on my phone, so I just I just deleted yeah. it. The, I'm still holding out for. I mean, I I got the a while back, which is the Backbone One, which is how I play games on phone. Um, and the whole reason I wanted the Backbone was for Ever Crisis, like the minute yes. Ever Crisis. Now I don't know if it's going to be controller supported or not, but if it is, that would be my preferred method of playing it. And we saw more of Ever Crisis. It we looks, did, yeah both cute and amazing yeah like the just the roaming around is very kind of cute it's like updated polygon yeah it it looks like og final fantasy 7 yeah like chibi or something yeah kind of high def polygons yeah high def polygons <laughs> yeah yeah and then when it goes into com- when it goes into combat you're like shit that's like almost ps4 graphics yeah like the quality of it looks, them, it looks amazing um we still looks like- haven't got a date though no date and still no idea of what episode one is because they were showing bits from Final Fantasy Seven, but they were also showing bits from Crisis Core. So it's a bit like, okay, well, what's episode? Yeah, one. Uh, and it's intriguing because you can change the costumes of the characters, which I just at first thought to myself, oh well, that's obviously a little game a gimmick or something. You unlock outfits to kind of give you a replay about re- replayability for the episode until the next episode comes out. But then it ends on Sephiroth standing in burning Nibelheim and changes between long-haired Sephiroth and short-haired Sephiroth, where it's a bit like, is that supposed to be Kadash? Like, are they like going to start fucking with I'd imagine. <laughs> right, so it's for mobile. So we have it is to mobile. Kind of, we have to kind of set expectations a little bit about, you know, what to expect from a mobile phone. I'd imagine if they're, if they're doing different kind of costumes and things like that that these are the in-app purchases so the Possibly. app is probably going to be free mm. with a certain limitation and then like the next episode i guess if they plan to do it that way will be you you pay for that and then costumes and unlockables and things like that will all be paid um so i'm a, i'm a little bit worried about how much of it is going to lean into the whole mobile gaming platform because it's a mm. it's it's quite a toxic um kind of game mechanic or or industry like mm. mobile games really are kind of designed to eat your wallet really yeah they're 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 not this is why they have a bad rap like there's some great games on mobile but generally speaking it's like walking in it's like a, a virtual casino in your pocket it's they're they're yeah. not good. So hopefully 
it doesn't lean into that stuff and that they just felt that mobile was the better platform for this game or something I, I don't know um, so we have to kind of damper expectations a little bit I'm also not sure what way the obviously the, the gameplay what way is that going to go is it is it going to be old school Final Fantasy 7 or is it all new gameplay is it just like you tap a button and just watch an animation of happen or you know what way is it going to actually play out I, I hope it's back to the OG of turn based or time based or something because yeah I mean tapping like be a bit unless they did it like i don't think they would though unless they did it like infinity blade or something no it won't be like that but it's just a no i know it won't be like that but it's just i think it'd be too awkward trying to play on your phone if you're actually moving around a 3d environment well uh... like if they did it like final fantasy 7 remake or something like i think that'd be too awkward on a phone so i just hope that it would be the more simplistic yet still effective og final fantasy where it's turn-based I think it will be, yeah, yeah. I, I hope it is turn-based. I think you're still going to be using a digital analog stick to run around on, but... Oh, yeah, but that'd be for the environments, but yeah, that's yeah. fine. But combat is very awkward when you're doing that. Yeah, no, I think the combat will be static. Yeah, Just based fine. on what I've seen there, I think the combat will be static. But I, I just hope that there's a little bit more uh, of those RPG elements in it, and mm. it isn't just um, engage, attack, and then just watch it happen. You know, right, I've, yeah. I've, I've played a couple of um, RTS games on mobile. Uh, there's there's a Warhammer one. Uh, yeah, can't remember the name of it now. But you you have it's it's basically the the. I was hoping for a Dawn of War experience where you just kind of build bases and and go to war. Yeah, there is that to it, but it's so. If you really just w- recorded someone playing it. Yeah. It's the most bland gameplay I've ever experienced. I ended up deleting it because it's literally just press this button and then a fucking animation happens and it's like, oh, isn't that exciting? Now press this button. And then it's like another weird animation. Like it, The visuals do most of the work, whereas you're just right. tapping buttons and apparently things are happening. And then when it comes to combat, you press like deploy and then they go down and all yeah. you have to do is just go engage and then they go off and do the combat and you just yes. watch it and i really hope it's not that type of experience uh because there's just no i mean that you're not playing it then that's not yeah that's not just... a game that's that's watching a movie that's kind of like uh like a treaty you know modeled and you're just pressing the play button and and, and so on uh, there's not much engagement there um, so there are I do have fears a little bit about Ever Crisis, mm-hmm. but um, I'm hoping we hear some news about the betas because uh, that's what they announced was a a, a closed beta. Closed beta, yeah. I'm I'm mo- I think I'm most intrigued to see how they're doing Advent Children because it's very clear that you know Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core before Crisis Dirty Cerberus. I mean, even Dirge of Cerberus would be very interesting when they're converting it into that style of yeah. gameplay and everything. I think it'll be but quicker. Like, <laughs> it'll be better. <laughs> um, but Advent Children is a movie, so I'm very interested to see what they're doing with Advent Children in the realm of, Christ, of Ever Crisis. Yeah, it's odd. There's odd. It's oddly. Um, they're oddly quiet about it. Like we we seem mm. to like have a little bit more about the other projects they're working on and mm. have a better understanding of them. Uh, so that's why I'm a little bit worried about it, but um, still excited. Still excited to, to, to check it out. Um, then they announced Crisis Core. Reunion, yeah. The remaster of it. About fucking time. <laughs> what the hell? Like, how did it take this long to get Crisis Core off the fucking PSP, which actually were... you could never, you couldn't download. It was never on the PS Store. Yeah, unless you have the UMD of Crisis Core, you were you're never playing the game. Well, you can get yeah. ROMs and you can install it like hmm. illegally, but officially you could never get Crisis Core, and it took this long to fucking realize that oh yeah, actually people want to play this bloody game. 
Let's yeah. bring it to everything. PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Xbox One, the Switch, I think, as well. It's definitely coming to... Probably. It's coming to fucking everything now. Um, looks great. Voice actors are new. New voice actors. Zach sounds way, way more tolerable. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Yeah. You clearly have never played Crisis Core. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember him sounding a bit kind of like that's not what he sounds like. But to me, when he started talking, I was like, "Oh, they definitely changed his voice actor." Yes, yeah. And then I was thinking to myself, "Why does he sound like Sonic the Hedgehog?" Uh, I guess yeah. To me, I suppose he kind of has that. He, he to me he sounded like the Sonic the Hedgehog until it got to like when they were showing clips of him when he has the Buster Sword and he has yeah. that little bit more of a, a gruffier voice. And I'm like. Why didn't you keep that gruffy voice for the whole thing? Because that's fine. <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog voice didn't work for me. So, but I'd still want to play because I tried playing on PSP and it was a fucking pain to play. So I would like to play it. Yeah. Because I found P- I found Peace Walker was easier to play on console as well. That was really hard to play. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The having the it's the lack of the extra analog stick. Yeah. Is is, uh, is difficult. I mean. Crisis Core played way better than Peace Walker for sure. It did, yeah. But yeah, I I felt that Crisis Core on PSP. I never really finished it. it the platform itself wasn't the best for it. Mm. Uh, it was okay. Um, but like th- it was always plagued for me at least. It was always plagued with like save file corruptions and things like that. So I always had to start the game again and things. Oh, geez, I think yeah. that was because I had a dodgy kind of memory stick thing for for psp but i never really got around to finishing it and but but you know crisis core for the few people who played it holds a really uh high up yeah like people love crisis core and and zank is like a, a favorite character for many um but so when i saw this clip I'm more into experiencing this act than the previous one for sure especially the bit where it's like you know let your dreams be dreams bit <laughs> that that little speech he gives every time when he's like um you know what's it embrace your dream and embrace your honor i don't know i can't remember his what he says but yeah. uh, if chris was here he'd be able to tell you maybe probably yeah probably most likely but <laughs> that sound less cringe from this trailer than it did in in the original game okay. to me all right yeah okay um so i was like okay yeah i was i was pretty shocked to see it um, because I just thought they were going to abandon that game. So oh, I think like I think the the massive expansion of of Final Fantasy VII universe is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're not in the Fortnite games, but people who are into Fortnite, it's like there's First Soldier. We're not. We haven't had the best look with like mobile games apart from Infinity Blade, but they're like, oh, here's also another mobile game that's like going to be a big giant RPG adventure. And then it's like, oh, for those who liked Crisis Core and or those who wanted to like it, here's now Crisis Core on everything. Crisis Core remastered. Was definitely the better. It probably was the best entry in the compilation to Final Fantasy VII all those years mm-hmm. ago, where yeah. you had Ever Crisis. Well, no, not Ever Crisis. Before Crisis, Third Service, Crisis Core, Advent Children. Hmm. I think that was it. I don't think there was anything else. Out of all of them. Like my personal favorite was Advent Children, but that's not everyone's to everyone's liking. Um have you frozen on me? <laughs> we just have a freeze frame of your face. Because <laughs> I okay, you're back. I was just staring at it was just freeze framed on you you just <laughs> It was free phrase on you making that similar face as well. I think what I was saying was that Avon Children wasn't greatly received, or it was initially, but I think after a while people just weren't into it. So Crisis Core was the kind of, I think the more well received one, and probably the better project because it was a full length game, new stuff mm. in it, etc. So I'm glad to see that return. Uh, and then we have the mother of all announcements, yes. which was for us, for us, the mother of all announcements. Well, I think that's the like. I mean, why tune in, really? Other than oh, to that's see, true. that's true. 
the okay. the other ones, you know, you mightn't expect them, but this, you, you were at least expecting something to be mentioned. Um, Final Fantasy Seven, mm. the part two of the remake, which is called Rebirth, uh, mm-hmm. which that was, I I, I liked just the title even regardless mm. of anything else that was shown <laughs> i like just seeing the title because it just kind of reinforced the kind of discussions that i think not only ourselves but everyone was having about remake and why it was called remake and this yeah. isn't it's not remake part two it's like two. okay the first part was a remaking and uh you know we're going to get more information as to why they announced it like that but we obviously had our discussions lengthy discussions on to why that was called remake in our uh, episodes discussing that mm-hmm. um and now this is rebirth the second part what do you think amazing those visuals i was like oh my god oh my god those visuals i actually had a thought mm-hmm. and chris is most likely right mm-hmm. where it's Cloud walking through this forest where I was like, oh my God, that forest looks amazing. And you see the Tibetans, like, oh my God, the Tibetans are amazing. Yeah. Right? And Sephiroth walking with you, walking with Cloud. Yes. I had this thought where I was like, ooh, is Sephiroth going to be the Cloud? What Joker is the Batman and Arkham Knight? That's what I was thinking when I was watching this. I was like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. A really cool thing. Because it means he'll always be there. He'll always be present. But... You don't have to do anything then with him. You don't have to like fight him at the end. You don't have to have a big advent children battle or something because he's just always every so often there giving his insight. But then Chris said that no, that's actually just them walking up to Nibelheim and mounting the yeah, bell. That's yeah, like, yeah. That's do you I mean you could see the spiky the spiky mountains in the distance and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I know, but Mount like Nibelheim. a part of me was okay, well part of me was thinking that mainly because most of the world of Gaia or whatever it's called, the planet is flat grassland. So I kind of was in my head just going, ah, oh, this is just more detailed terrain. I, I Nibelheim just didn't pop in my head at all. I just thought it was deep, detailed terrain. But yeah, no, you guys are right. Yeah, it's, it's better. Yeah, was... yeah. <laughs> and it looks incredible too. Like it, it, it yes. In the original, yes, it was all very, very flat. And, uh, you know, it was, it was cool designs and stuff like that, but it wasn't very mm. extravagant and detailed. Uh, this, like, this just, this looks insane. The amount of area yes. to what looks like you could explore. Obviously, you're not going to be able to explore it all. Um, it I, yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen some comments where like, oh, I hope this is open world. I'm like, no. this is if this is open world and this is now a second part of what was announced to be a trilogy. This is like two hundred gigabytes me. size. That really <laughs> surprised me. I think it was that did surprise me too. It made sense. I think we initially had that thought of like well it would make sense to be a trilogy it was three discs was the original game yeah so to have but then we were trying to figure out like how could you i mean they managed to stretch all of it. a seven hour experience into like a, a 40 hour experience with the f- first mm. part yeah so how are they going to do the next bit so yes i don't think it's going to be open world which i don't think is a problem um Given it a, might be like slightly open linear, kind of like yeah, the way yeah. you might have some areas, kind of like God of War. This is just a big open area to kind of like a playground, but then it'd be mainly just this linear sort of. I path. think they'll definitely take cues out of like uh, Final Fantasy 15, which was quite open. The, the, the start of that was very open world, and then once you get, once you leave that first continent and it's yeah. very linear because if you take the yeah. first final fantasy 7 the original game right so yeah you, you exit at midgar mm-hmm. and then you are in this like open plane mm-hmm. you head to cam or you head to mm. the chocobo farm that's yeah. just one area right you can't go over to the next area or even the because you know you, you enter cam and now you're not in an open world anymore. You're in a, you're in a town, and that's all you can explore is yeah. that town. And then you come out into the open world or over open map, world. I suppose is what they call yeah. it, and head to Chocobo Farm. So again, you're just entering little areas. But if you want to get into the next kind of explorable area, you have it's to go through a mountain tunnel. You can't go over the mountains or anything like that, and that that becomes an, a smaller area again. Yeah. Um, so I imagine this is going to be very 
very similar to that. Like as that area where Cam is, that's mm. open for you to explore. Yeah. And then you enter Cam and you enter Chocobo Farm and things like that. I think that's as much as it's good. But that would keep in line with the traditional game anyway. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling that like, because it's a huge world, huge continent, and while Cloud is this now giant running across the land, <laughs> that would have taken a lot longer for them to get from one place to the next. Yeah, yeah. Right? I would imagine, though, like, this one's probably going to start in camp. Probably will start with the Ubelheim, like we're suggested in our conversation about it. Um, and if they were wanting to go to, maybe they'll have a vehicle or something, that'd be like a fast travel. But, like, when they're wanting to go to another area, let's say, like, down to the mountains, um, they will they'll say they're going to go there, and then it's going to cut back. Because it looks like, from the trailer as well, Zach is going to have a big part in the story, even mm-hmm. though it's set years earlier. So I have a feeling that like if you're going from Cam down towards the mountains, it's going to cut the Zach, and then you're playing as Zach for a bit. Oh, I see. And then it's going to come back to them, and then they're at the edge of the swamp with the Midgar Zolum. And then mm-hmm. you know you do that, and you go through the mountain, and then once you're out of the mountain, it will go back to Zach. And that way, then, you have your kind of paths and they know that they can't do a big giant open world like they can't do a no man skyrim or something on it like mm-hmm. so that would be a good way to sort of make it seem like the world is open but you don't get to explore because now you're zack in the streets of midgar yeah i i actually have i'm not uh, worried about what their method is because so far they've mm-hmm. every decision they've made i think so far has kept true to the final fantasy 7 experience and I do think perhaps just yeah. slapping a, a traditional open world would actually lessen the experience to some degree. You know, like it would it would just be I think most yeah. people would expect open world, but we've seen open world being applied to other game franchises when it's not needed. And it's just it becomes mm. a gimmick and it's it's not um it doesn't add anything. And I think with this, it, we, we almost expected an open world experience, but realistically, what are you going to do in that open world? In in the original Final Fantasy VII, it was a means of kind of placing everything and having a sense of direction, but then you had encounters as you were going. But hmm. those encounters can be placed elsewhere in this kind of newer experience. So it's not necessary, I don't think, to have an open world. It'd be nice to be able to drive around and explore Gaia, yeah. but... Yeah. And then if if they're having if like if they bring over the side missions, like you'd have those side missions from like people in Cam. So you'd have yeah. the town of Cam, but then you'd have the slightly wilderness surrounding to explore too. Yep. Or you go to Chocobo Farm, you'd have the slight wilderness to explore too. So that's gonna be, still be very catching Chocobos as a side mission. That yeah, they'll definitely do that. It'll be brilliant. <laughs> but like that's that's what they'll do. It's just big open areas. Yeah watch like god of war with the the lake of the nine and stuff you know? oh yeah so, and i sure. think that yeah yeah, yeah. and i i think that i think that would work with the the much more story driven character driven game that final fantasy 7 is yeah and you usually learn more about the world from talking to people rather than picking up a journal and reading it i think this one is going to be the better installment of the tree Could be, sure. Sure, why Why is that? Why do you think that one? Well, we're... I think, if naturally, if you were going to do Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, mm. you always wanted the first one to take place in Midgard. Yeah. And then, you, when you leave it and stuff like that, that's, that's where it ends. With the second part, think about... Like, this is the biggest chunk of kind of all the story really yes uh yeah yeah well depending on how much they cover and when they where they end exactly but uh you're also gonna have the, gonna have the introduction of the newer characters and and you know getting parts of their backstory maybe not all of it because you definitely want to save some stuff to part three 
But part three is is mostly going to be the the main big fights, right? Going against your weapons and going against, um, well, the big man himself. But yeah. as far as like the characters and story, and obviously getting the background behind Sephiroth himself and all that kind of stuff, it's it's likely going to be in this part. I think this is going to be the chunkier, the meatier bit. Meteor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's gonna be I yeah, I just it's a trilogy. Not everything is not gonna be in this 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 trilogy. They're not gonna fit everything in this trilogy. There's too well, there's much. Definitely like room for DLC. But then with with uh, the integrated DLC, uh that was extra stuff though. That wasn't necessarily I mean there's a bit of um you know stuff from the from the main game uh hmm. kind of sprinkled in there a little bit but it yeah it's definitely it was an extra story so you, you never know they might actually put everything into these everything well yeah yeah so they, they <laughs> might do but what i mean is just with rebirth standalone you're not going to get everything so they might actually do Yuffie's story as like DLC and maybe she joins your party in the third one or like, you know what I mean? Or they might do for this one, Vincent's story. That'd be weird. Vincent, yeah, but, I mean, because Yuffie like joins almost um, immediately. Right. So she might join in this one, but Vincent Valentine might not. You think so? Be. So Vincent Valentine. I don't know what they're going to do, man. The, the, the part two is too big to only <laughs> have weapons at Sephiroth and Genova for part three. No, I mean, I, they might not I, even yeah. do weapons. The, they might not even do weapons because oh, will, we don't. You have to do weapons. <laughs> but, but you have to do weapons. Might be different, of... The plan might be different. Yeah, yeah. The weapons only come when he summons when he summons Meteor. He right. he might not decide to summon Meteor this time. The plan has changed. Ah no no no! They'll definitely do meteor. everything. I mean, it's on the bloody cover. They're gonna have to meteor, but it's just when I oh, saw Rebirth, the subtitle, the way it was written, I immediately mm. thought of Dirge Service. Yeah. So I I, I thought that of, is I true. Thought of, yeah, it, that it, kind it of red like color tone. Vincent to me, that's what it looked like. So I I just figured we get maybe get a little bit more of that element into it. Unless Vincent is only going to be with Zach as still a Turk. God damn it, this fucking trailer. <laughs> Too many theories. But to hear that we're getting it. Because then mostly next, 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 next winter. Next winter. That's I wasn't expecting that. I was no, expecting really wasn't. just oh we're working on it. Yeah. You know, and here's the name. This is because like yeah, it's like here's the name, which is more or less slightly easy to, 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 to do because like rebirth and stuff like that is, is common in, in the lexicon of, of Final Fantasy Seven, if that isn't but in the grammar of it, there's separate walking. Like you know, you could have easily just demoed that stuff. Yeah, but the fact that it's coming out next winter, winter twenty twenty three. Ooh, could be winter twenty twenty four actually. Because winter is November, December, January, so it could actually be January twenty twenty four. But either way, still, oh my god! I know. It'll, it'll, um, I I imagine that they are referring. Well, actually, it would be interesting to see what Chris thinks. Because uh, every time he he seems to say that something is or isn't coming out, he tends to be somewhat correct about it. I think he jinxes it a little bit. You're after freezing on me again. It's just not meant to be. So I think. Uh... What's her name? Monica. Yeah, so we just don't ask his opinion. We just we'll never talk about. I think Monica's after yeah. getting you, buddy. No, it's because I'm using that Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, it's because I'm using Wi-Fi rather than TP Link at the moment. No, oh, well, okay. Well, I, I think so... we'll, we'll um, end the discussion there because I imagine we're going to talk way more when uh, when Chris returns, and uh, because I'm sure he has things to say about. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth, but um, yeah, from all these announcements, from both the Resident Evil stuff, and that's why I had to get more storage because there's just so much more games coming out this year and next year. So if you uh, enjoyed the discussion, uh, please uh, 
give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell if you want to uh, follow us. And we, we have uh, videos every week talking about not just video games. We talk about other things as well. Mostly video games, though. Uh, if you're on listen to us on podcasts please uh join uh, follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at the brothers take and uh, let us know what you think about these announcements from capcom and the final seven uh 25th anniversary i have to say i was a little bit surprised and disappointed uh to not get something else with uh with uh, advent children like did we get a 4k uhd version of advent children I can't remember if we did or not. Maybe we did, but it's sad to see Advent Children not get mentioned. But uh, let us know what your favorite announcement was from last week's announcements. And hopefully next week I'll be joined by both Chris and Eric. Because it seems as though Eric has been taken by Monica. Thanks everyone and we'll see you next week.